cliffcentral.com. So we're going to do something new this morning. It's called collectomania, and many of us suffer from this. I don't think suffer is the right word, uh, although for people who don't collect, they think it's, it's bizarre when you do. And there are some people who just don't collect anything, right? Uh, some people who just aren't that interested in collections. I mean, I found one or two of them when we were doing research around this. Very rare people, those. But um, I'm, I'm a mad collector of all kinds of things. And if you've ever watched the mm. show or, or, or listened to the show, you'll know I, I collect books, I collect coins, I collect swords, I collect pictures, I collect all Chemicals. kinds of things. Chemic, I've, I've got a periodic table with all the elements uh, on the periodic table. So I'm, I'm actually a maniac when it comes to this stuff. So I wouldn't blame anyone for, for being a little bit put off by me doing that. But I do think I'm in the – the majority here, because I think everybody has some interest in something. And it is, to me, the most worthwhile way to spend my time and money. And I'm, I'm, it just gives me such satisfaction. And I think this morning, we're going to talk about, uh, in our first episode of Collectomania, uh, we're going to talk about the, uh, the work that, that Ryle and, De- and, and Alan Demby do, because they, Alan started the SA Gold Coin Exchange, which I've actually I, I bought from you guys before at your scoin shop, and we're going to find out all, all about their love of collecting. So first of all, welcome Alan and welcome Rael. Nice to see you you both. Very good to see you. Happy, happy to have you on the show. Yeah, how are you? Thanks for thanks for having us. Yeah, all good, all good. Thank you. And you? Good, Alan. So listen, I've I've got a couple of questions right up front. I just want you to tell us the story of how you started the South African Gold Coin Exchange because obviously gold is something people have collected for millennia. And we've discussed gold as a as a store of value on the show many many times, but it's it's more than that. I mean, we all know that that gold has an inherent value and a preciousness. But you started this business. I mean, there are only certain ways you can actually own gold in South Africa, right? Well, you can actually own any collectible coin or medallion in South Africa. Yes, you weren't able to own cast bars because it's all part of the whole idb dealing in uncut unwrought diamonds unwrought gold right so even to this day you can only have certain types of bars but in the main in south africa coins is the easiest way and of course krugerrands which the guys uh, the chamber of uh, mines created in 1967 has been the success story of south africa um, it was rated top, one of the top 300 brands in the world, and to date, probably 70, 80 million coins have been sold. And probably the most interesting thing is that uh, the Kruger Rand has spawned a whole host of other, I wouldn't say imitators, but from other countries around the world that today they're mm. probably 300, 400 million one ounce half quarter tenth. In other words, fractional Krugerrands right. um, in circulation today from America, Canada, England. Um, let's go around the the world, uh, China, Austria, um, Australia, and so on. So it's a huge uh, market, and it's just an easy way to own a coin. It's a one-ounce gold coin whose price is quoted in the stock exchanges on the markets around the world literally from sun 
Monday morning in Hong Kong, all the way through to Hong Kong uh, on Saturday lunchtime. So Amazing. for a good five and a half days a week, there's nonstop trade. It's a very Amazing. huge market. Um, and that has helped uh, popularize, if you will, coins to the point that it has enhanced coin collecting uh, and taken it to a new level. Numismatics, right? That's what you call it. So I'm, I'm something of a numismatist. And um, I've actually bought uh, I bought some some coins from you guys before because I, I you know I find that kind of thing really interesting. I've got an old coin collection that my great grandfather started, and uh, there are some really interesting coins in there. But tell me about the SA Gold Coin Exchange because that was really your baby, and and you were ahead of your time in in starting that up. And all the coin shops around the country are also your brainchild, are they not? Um. Well, I was I was the son of the SA Gold Coin Exchange. Uh-huh. Not not in the not in the same way that that Rail is the son of Scoin, but um, <laughs> the Gold Coin Exchange was started in 1972, and I was conscripted to the army in 1977, and uh, I'd been to university to just, to study a VCOM, and I was called up to the army for uh, a year initially, but they extended my invitation by 12 months, so I got stuck in the army for two years. And while I was in the army, I was always looking to make a few bob because I didn't have any money. Sure. Uh, a, tr- a troop in those days, uh, a private uh, to, to everybody else, was earning about three and twenty-five a day. So it wasn't really much uh, wow. to buy a McDonald's. No. Well, thankfully, they, thankfully they didn't have McDonald's in South Africa <laughs> then. <laughs> And uh, I was in the army and uh, I was in uh, chief pay with a couple of guys and auditors. And uh, one day my colleague said to me, should we start dealing in Kruger Rands? And yeah. I said, well, what's a Kruger Rand? I've never, ever seen one in my life. Wow. And he said, no, there's this coin you can get from the bank and uh, you can buy and sell. And I said, well, all right, we'll give it a chance. I've always been uh, quite entrepreneurial. I was selling paintings door-to-door in Pretoria in Sunnyside. I had already had a range of show at the Pretoria um, uh, trade show, agricultural show. So, you know, I needed some money and, uh, you know, we didn't uh, didn't have uh, extra and uh, that's what I had to do. And I was hustling in those days. And um, we put an advert in the Pretoria News and um, somebody answered and said he had a couple of coins to sell. Mm-hmm. So my partner, so to speak, was the money man. Yeah. He was the accountant and I was the front man. You know, I was I was the lead singer <laughs> who couldn't sing. I was the lead singer who couldn't sing. Right. And so um, this guy said he had six coins to sell and it was 500 rand each. We needed 3,000 Rand. I had 1,500 Rand from my days of wheeling and dealing, part of which was uh, I was a manager of my friend's band in those days called Flash Harry. Wow, you've really that, you've done a lot of interesting stuff. My God. Yeah, yeah. So that was like quite an interesting era in my life. So anyway, we put the 3,000 Rand together. Yeah. My friend's job was to go to the bank and get a bank guaranteed check. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that alone is uh, a collectible because nobody even uses bank checks anymore. Yeah. And that is part uh, – collecting checks is actually part of numismatics, actually, strangely really? enough. Just as an aside, uh, and collecting banknotes, a American, I think it was a thousand dollar bill called a watermelon. Yes, it's got a lot of these funny green things in them. Uh, is in the one hundred. So the zeros look like watermelons. Yeah, sold for a million dollars a couple of years ago. I, I just want to I want to stop you for a second there because I want to bring Rael in here. Um, Rael, I mean, we've spoken about the scoin shops very briefly, but obviously, you know, you must have seen this and thought. How do we how do we make this even easier for people to get involved in? And um, you know, having been to these shops, it's amazing what you can get now. You you guys sell silver Krugerrands, you sell all kinds of precious metals. Tell me about the the idea behind that and and how that came about. So I'll I'll speed up uh, the the really good story of my father's is that he wanted <laughs> gold to be accessible. He wanted people to uh, be able to collect, and you would walk into a shop or an environment that actually feels welcoming because yeah. gold coins and any type of gold it actually seems to be quite overwhelming. So in 1999, uh, I was still just a little boy and my father was at work and he started the coin shops Mm -hmm. and he wanted you to walk into the shop and learn about coins, all types from all over the world. So in his, uh, long career of going and meeting with mints from around the world and doing these uh, wonderful deals. He was able to bring in product into South Africa uh, that celebrates milestones and events and historical uh, stories from these mints, the British Royal Mint, the the Mint of Paris. And that's sort of what we try to do is make it accessible in the shops today. And every day we try to make it more accessible by it's a, it's uh, a finding coins. Yeah, it's a it's a magic thing because uh, I suppose for for people who are collectors, and we were talking about that at the start of this, um, seeing any place where you can get more collections, where you can get more to add to your collection, is always the most exciting thing for people like me who are obsessed with this stuff. So, do you collect anything, Ryle? I do. I, I like a good. Uh, it used to be sneakers and cheaper things, but I've always had a, a bit of an uh, interest in watches. Uh, my father, he would bring me back from these coin shows, like yeah. some cool fake watches, but but then I don't want any fake ones anymore. <laughs> I like to look for it. And and yeah. you said something important now, Gareth. Is it's all about the chase, really. It's yeah. about finding the coin or finding the watch or the chemical or whatever you're looking for. Sure. Really, once you have it, you, you want to find the next thing. Mm. Um, it's a, it's actually the whole all-encompassing idea of collecting that you're passionate about, and that's what we try to do. The watches is a hobby. It's something you can read up about or learn about, and I'm sure as we learn more about the Collector Mania uh, program, you're going to see loads of amazing people. The people at the scoin shop on the ground have been – sending us their collections i have guys collecting uh spiders uh, baby dolls uh really (laughs) weird like a lifelike baby dolls i have um guns and um uh, zippo lighters (laughs) the guys have everything and every one of you every one of us really inherently likes to collect well i mean this is this is what i want people to know today we 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 do want to explain to people um where you you and your dad um, and alan i'm going to ask you in a second what you collect but i wanted to to let people know what you guys 
think of collecting because I think many of us can relate to that. And then we'll, we'll get onto what, uh, what other people do. And you know, if you've got a particularly weird collection of things, then you must please send us an email. I'd love to add you to the show so we can talk about your collections too. So Alan, um, I know Sia and Leanne collect some things too. We'll come to them in a second, but what do you collect besides obviously coins? Um, actually, I'm not really a coin collector. It never really uh, attracted me. Um, I came onto the scene more out of a, a business approach. Sure. And I always think that my, as I'm going to call it, uh, success in democratizing gold was precisely because I didn't know too much about it. You know, um, you can always get bogged down in the figures. But I've always collected um, things and unusual things when I've gone to the coin shows. But um, I've brought one or two things. If we can show your, of course. your, your yeah, let's have a look. Your, your what is that? So, um, so in my travels, um, I came across this coin. Yeah, it was made in the um, I think it's uh, part of the islands near Finland, uh-huh. and it's called. At- Aland, A L A N D, Aland. But yeah. okay, this is better. I've taken the plastic off. But Aland is Alan D. So when I saw this, I thought, oh, oh, this wow. is incredible. That's they actually you, named your... uh, no, a you. coin after me. <laughs> or, 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 or maybe they've maybe they've named an island after me. So this is like a peculiar <laughs> thing that I picked up, which I thought was like quite strange. Yeah. Um, in my, um, I couldn't find it, but in my travels at the coin shows, I actually found a pair of cufflinks in American coin show that were worn by um, one of the dignitaries at the uh, at the opening dinner of the of the president of America. So it's wow. got the American uh, 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 coat of arms on. So that was like quite strange and weird and then um looking around and this is really the precursor of this whole scoring idea was um in about the early 19 oh look at that i should get out of the way no no that's perfect it, um, just, can, just bring it out of the way can, bring it slightly the other way uh, we, there we are there we are what is that's that right. that's okay the, oh. so in the early 1980s yeah. 1990s yeah. mid 90s I was looking to try and create a coin that had a universal um, appeal to it. Yeah. Universal, universal in the sense that it would be easy to make and colorful and fun. Beautiful. So you might recall about 20 odd years ago, uh, they had cow parade. So yeah, well, we had all those, all those painted cars all over the place, right? Right. So that started in Zurich in the early 1990s. Uh, business was bad in the city centers and they tried to jazz it up and they invited a whole bunch of artists to paint these cows made of fiberglass. Yeah. And everybody came up with a new idea and it started to take traction. It then uh, caught off in South Africa and after the auction, um, sorry, after the, after the show, they auctioned it off. We bought a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, we bought um, Blow Buller. Mm-hmm. We bought Egoli and a few other um, cows with, uh, uh, um, uh, with with funny names. Yeah. And it got me thinking, and we started to put them into our scoring shops. 
Then I went overseas. We found out the uh, the people who own the um, the intellectual property for this. And to cut a long story short, we bought the rights to Cow Parade Amazing. around the world. And there've prob- probably been about ten thousand cows so- that have been made to date. And so we came up uh, came up with the idea of scoring. That was the first idea. Scoring. Yeah. And the idea was a coloured. A colorful coin that would be quick and easy to make. Um, the reverse would have the queen on, um, as in the from the Perth Mint. And here are two coins that I thought I should bring. The one is New Donna. Oh, that's so everything brilliant. Had, so everything <laughs> had a sort of a. So that was that's New amazing. Donna. Yeah. And, and that this one? was um, P. Calso. Oh, that's brilliant! All oh, right, but that's am- that's amazing. So, that, is, so is the, the idea was to was to democratize gold by having colorful, collectible gold coins, and that's how we invented the name and, Scoin. And, and, and there then would after be, the Scoin shops, there would obviously be a limited um, series of those. So you know, those are probably sure. all, those are probably all sold, and you can't get them anymore. And if you do, then you're going to have to pay a pretty price more than you did when you made them, right? Yes, exactly. Amazing. So. Um, um, we, the, the mintage was a hundred of each, and we we made several hundred over the years. And people bought them uh, for fun, for limited edition, for the underlying gold price. And it was just an interesting, unusual, fun, funky way to buy gold. So that was my. I'm, I'm interested. I mean, this is contribution. Th- this is precisely what uh, I think makes you guys so interesting, and, and why I'm so excited to start this discussion. And, and by the way, we'll be talking to people who collect unbelievably weird things in the next couple of episodes but while we're on coins how, how exactly does scoin or the south african gold coin exchange how do you guys continue is it with things like this to innovate um like you've just shown us those those ones with the cows on them i mean this is a way Ryle, and you could perhaps answer this this is a way to take coins into the into the 21st century right of course. I mean, the mints from around the world just keep growing and changing. And it used to be about historical boring events, but uh, now the British Royal Mint came out with a series of 007 coins oh, wow. uh, celebrating last year's movie, No Time to Die. Uh, yeah. But it, there was no time to launch. It, it never actually <laughs> uh, came out. The, the thing about, oh, there you go. The thing about this coin is maybe it'll be more special and more collectible because of the fact that the the, the event didn't happen, um, the the idea of the the Paris Mint, uh, they come out with the most incredibly designed products. There's one gold coin in the shape of an egg. It looks like a, a fried egg. I think you've got a picture of it. It's it's incredible. Let me see if I can find um, that quickly. Yeah, there we are. We're innovating. Oh, wow. We're innovating ourselves to make it more uh, accessible for you. You can buy online, you can buy with cryptocurrencies, you can, we can store the gold for you. Um, the idea that the mints from around the world keep uh, continuing to innovate and uh, share with these remarkable stories is what we'll show you in, in weeks I, I to love come this. as well. I mean, so you guys sell these rock legends one, which has got David Bowie, Queen, Elton John, um, and then I saw the yes. 007 ones too, which are incredible. I mean, so you you can actually you can get these at the scoring shops. 
So we're exclusive distributors of these coins from the world's most prestigious mints. We bring in the best coins that we know our clients want. Mm. Um, some of them are expensive, but some of them can be reasonable, and it can yeah. be a starting point for you to begin collecting. And uh, we'll continue to bring in these beautiful coins, and the mints will continue to be cool and relevant and, and modern. And coins could be seen as quite like a boring old, man old-fashioned uh-uh. thing but my objective taking over uh, is to do that is to make it fun and exciting for more you people. know uh, one of so the I- things one of the things that makes this so special is if you do collect these coins these things could be around for thousands of years not just hundreds because they're still digging up you know these coin hoards from ancient rome and ancient egypt where you know, people used coins for, that was actual money that they trade with and because gold is such a uh, an inert metal it just lasts forever. I mean, you know, you could you could find something that's been buried for a thousand years, and and if it's made of gold, it it doesn't rust, it doesn't decay, it's there forever. I think that if you're going to collect, you may as well start with something that you know is going to last, and that's that's really special. So I want to ask Sia, I want to ask Sia and uh, Leanne quickly. What do you guys collect? We'll start with you, Leanne. What do you, what do you collect? Um, I started collecting stamps from a very young age, um, I'd say primary school. And when my great, when my great grandmother died, she had heard the fact that, um, I collected stamps and two generations before her collected as well. Hmm. So I inherited her stamp collection and, um, continued to build on it ever since. I mean, whether it holds any value or not is, um, you know, that remains to be seen. But, uh, it, yeah, it was, in, it was really an exciting part of my life to dedicate time over the weekends. Um, and I even remember the feeling of excitement of putting together album upon album of, of these stamps. Um, I've since handed them to another family member who's, who just has an amazing interest in looking at them. Mm-hmm. So she holds so on you're to a, them. You're a, but, you're a philatelist. Yes. That's what we call the stamp <laughs> um, I, I, stopped, I stopped collecting a long time ago, um, but that was – you know the biggest collection that I that I have. It's amazing, Sia. You you um you like the word philatelist and numismatist. We've learned those two this morning. What are you? Very fancy. <laughs> you know, I, I I thought of I was you know I used to think I didn't collect, but up until you realize, you know, whatever you put a lot of attention to mm-hmm. and a lot of quirky things that you put together technically do make you a bit of a collector. So I'm thinking about the fact that as a family, we collect a lot of, you know, series or sets of books. Mm -hmm. So we have at least about like two or three variations of encyclopedias, just as a whole set. Someone finds something quirky, we collect that. Um, We have sets of different atlases as well. So we still have that in our study at home. And then, Personally, well, mine still are very, <laughs> I'll say, very juvenile collections. But I went through a big, big Michael Jackson phase, especially yeah. when he died. So I have a whole lot of those collections. Yeah. I have all of my Oprah collections as well. 
Well, I just want to, I want to interrupt you because um, Alan and Rael and everybody else who's listening, you, you might not know this about Sia, but if, if you've listened to the show regularly, you would. Like there was a chance where Sia went on eBay and he could have bought one of the chairs. He could have bought one of the, one of the chairs that the audience sat in at the Oprah Winfrey show. And it was, it was going for like a pretty good price. And Sia is such an Oprah fan that he really wanted to buy it. And he thought, ah, nah, I'm not going to get it. And now he regrets I that. I should have. Yeah. I kicked myself in the foot because of that. Yeah, and then yeah. the last random thing that I've realized now, in hindsight, I, I do collect as well, is you know, it, with all of my travels, I, I like souvenirs that I can use. So I started ages ago asking the airline and to carry, to get those blankets that they have in the in the airline so i now have a set of those and it tells a story yeah, if you use yeah. a little blanket and or throw when you remember well, to take those out. <laughs> well that's it that is why we've had many a conversation i think rail's implying that you might have actually stolen those here yeah, instead of just collecting I, am them. Not, <laughs> I am not implicating myself it is through yeah. asking yeah. okay well, I mean, there are lots and lots of comments here. I mean, Snae says, uh, who's been very busy this morning, I collect souvenirs from all the countries I've been to. I mean, a lot of people like to do that because then you get home and you've got something to remind you of your trips. Uh, people are big into silver at the moment. Just quickly, before we let you guys go, um, the silver price has actually gone up recently. But silver is a nice thing to collect, too, because it has utility as well as just being a store of value. Um, and, and silver is, you know, one of the precious metals that you sell. So how does silver compare to gold in terms of sales? Well, I think uh, they say silver is the poor man's gold. But um, silver has been as is as old as the hills. Probably the first coins were actually made of silver. Yeah. And strangely enough, of the top ten most valuable coins in the world, half a dozen of them are actually silver coins. Um, wow. A nickel, uh, an American nickel, recently sold for about ten million dollars. Yeah. And the first silver dollar sold for roughly that as well. So. Um, I think that silver, as you say, was more um, often used in trade. People had more access to silver than ever before. And as you say, people just used it for money, used it for trade. And along the way, they just accumulated these coins. And um, it just has a certain appeal, particularly in Europe. Um, Europeans don't have the same amount of, say, spare cash, if you will, as perhaps the Yanks, and they just like silver coins. You know, silver has <laughs> yeah. has been around for a long, long time. So they tend to like silver coins. Yeah. Having said that, the Americans are huge collectors of silver coins. I, I, I would say that the Europeans and the the Americans are the biggest collectors of silver. You know, from an investment pricing point of view, silver used to be $5 an ounce, uh, it ramped up to $50 an ounce in the early 80s when um, the two Hunt brothers who were oil billionaires tried to um, corner the market. And uh, shortly thereafter, the market collapsed and it went to a few dollars an ounce. So silver has been out of favor for a long, long time, but uh, it's recently pushed up to about $25, $30 an ounce. So yep. it is more affordable and um, people like the idea. I think what has 
changed is that it, it's, it sounds rather sort of silly, but the mints have put together a box, if you will, of 500 silver coins. Oh, yeah. And it's just easy, and it's very heavy metal. And so uh, the specific gravity is very high. So this is something for you, uh, Gareth. Yeah. The specific gravity is very high. And so uh, it's easy to buy a 500-coin box of coins. So you're yeah. finding a lot of sort of investors, if you will, coming into the market. And just buying it's a just whole bunch. It's easy to buy this and put it in your safe or in your… Well, I'll uh, show you… The, I'll show you what I bought from you guys not so long ago. Here's a silver Krugerrand, which I got from your squine right. shop. Yeah, this is magnificent. A, from, from which year is that? Uh, 2017. Yes, yeah, so in 2017, the South African Mint brought out the 50th anniversary of the first Krugerrand. Right. And the coins all have got mint marks on it. So yeah. if you see on the back, there's like a little hologram. There's the front right. and there's the back. And I put it back in the oh, plastic wow. now, but there's there's Paul Kruger, and it says South Africa, Good. and it's got the date here, and it says 2017. Right, so... Yeah. Um, wow. it and was don't take it out of the plastic again. I know, I know. I just took but it out to show you. <laughs> yeah, because silver, of course, tarnishes. It's not as resilient as gold is, right? Yeah. Yes. yes, but sometimes when it tarnishes, it creates a huge, like, rainbow feel, and it gives a lot yeah. of eye appeal. But yeah. that takes that that takes about a hundred years. So <laughs> the South African okay. Mint brought out the 50th anniversary of the Krugerrand, the most popular and best-selling coin in the world. Hmm. And those coins had those holograms on them. They were minted in uncirculated, you know, that you could yeah. put in your pocket, but also as proof collectibles gold silver platinum and palladium from one ounce right down to one fiftieth ounce mm -hmm. so it, it it created new collectors so we, we, when when we spoke about what mints do mints generally are making new product in um for instance like um uh, 3d coins uh, coins with musical uh, um, uh, notes in them, Amazing. hologram, color coins. That's phenomenal. Uh, strange coins, Batman coins. But what we do is we creating new distribution channels and new ways to open up the way you can buy. Guys, I, so I, I could, I could, I could talk to you about this all day, but we're we're already out of time, and I'm I'm excited that we've started this, but this is by no means the end. So. Alan and, and Rael, I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it there for this morning. But this is this is a great place to start, and we will be collector maniaing for the next couple of weeks. And uh, you can find out more about any of the stuff we discussed this morning by going to the page on cliffcentral.com. And we want to hear about your collections. It it might be stuff like CSS that's juvenile. It might be stuff that's really valuable. I um I love that we're starting with coins because it's something I care about. And we will check in with uh, with Alan and Rael every now and then. But we mostly want to hear from you about what you're doing. And thank you both for being on the show this morning. Thank you so Thanks, much, guys. Thank Great you. to let's, see you guys. Thank you. Yeah, well, let's let's uh, let's find out what everyone's collecting. Thank you, Rael and uh, Alan, and uh, they are the South African Gold Coin Exchange, and we'll tell you more about that in the forthcoming weeks. How cool is that, huh? Cliffcentral.com.